Thank you, Pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Uh, can we stand to our feet right now and give our God a good hand clap of praise right now? Hallelujah. 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 Uh, come on, somebody clap your hands to the Lord right now. Uh, come on, yes. Hallelujah. Let's obey the Bible. It doesn't stop there. And it goes on to say, shout unto God with the voice of triumph. How about we do that right now? Hallelujah. 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 Oh, beautiful, beautiful spirit of the Lord that's in this place. Oh, if I ever knew I had the mind of God tonight. Oh, I know it now. I know it. Oh, speaking of watermelon, Pastor, fun fact about me, I do not like watermelon. Fun fact, fun fact, (laughs) fun fact. Oh, pray for me, pray for me. (laughs) If you have your Bibles, let's turn to John 11, 11 and 32, John 11, verse 32, so glad to. Have Brother Miriam and his family with us. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. You're in our prayers, in our prayers all the way, out there on the battlefield. If you got it, say amen. John eleven thirty two. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled, and said, Where have ye laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come see. Say in verse 34 again, and said, Where have ye laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. I'm going to use as a title tonight, When the Impossible becomes possible when the impossible becomes possible would you lay your bibles down right now and lift up your holy hands to the lord let's go to the lord in prayer right now spirit of a living god fall fresh on us fall fresh on us tonight god fall fresh oh god Do a work that only you can do tonight, God. Do a work that only you can do, God. Speak your word with clarity. God, touch these lips of clay right now, God. Fall fresh, God. Do a work, do a work that only you can do. And we'll be so careful to give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. And with the church, say amen. Somebody say amen again. Can we one more time clap our hands to the Lord? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Ah, I hate to tell you this right now because I feel like we're about to bust at the seams. Ah, but you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Ah, brothers and sisters, saints and friends, 
I just came to tell somebody that we serve a God, the God of impossible. I said we serve a God of impossible. When you're at your wit's end and you tried everything and everybody, everybody that they can say they can do, it's possible. And they all of a sudden throw up their hands and say, guess what? We've done everything we can do and now it's impossible. It's out of our hands. And I come to tell somebody we serve a God that's, that can do the impossible. Ah, saints of God, that's the main reason why when we come into the house of God, I just can't sit still. I said, I just can't sit still. I said, that, ah, somebody told me one time, they said, they tried to hold my feet, but then my hands start moving. Ah, because somebody said, you don't know like I know what the Lord has done for me. Ah, I feel like somebody came into the house of God believing God for the impossible. I don't know where life finds you here tonight at this present time, but I come to encourage you and tell you, guess what? You're in the right place for whatever you need God to do in your life. I said you're in the right place serving and worshiping the right God. Ah, I, I said before, that's why I can't, can't, can't just sit still. Ah, people, people can fill up stadiums and fill up sports arenas and fill up concert halls and, and when worship people, they like and they think they like and they think they have the answers, but then they come into the house of God and then all of a sudden they can't do nothing. I said all of a sudden they can't do nothing. Ah, yeah. They, 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 they look at us about our worship and say, oh man, you guys are vibrant. You guys are crazy. Ah, but I come to, well, I serve a God that's in, that can do the impossible. He's done so many things in my life. That's why I come into the house of God ready to worship so much more, so much more than out there that players and singers and performers don't even know your name, can't even do nothing for you. But guess what? I walk into the house of God that he can do something for me. Yes, I said, my God can do anything. I said, my God can do anything. Speaking, speaking of emotional, speaking of emotional, I am reminded of a story about Isaac and Sarah. I mean, Abraham and Sarah, excuse me. Abraham and Sarah wanted, wanted a child from the law. They, they, they wanted a child, but they were up in age, up in age. And everybody said, oh, ah, we just don't see, we just don't see, just don't see how this is possible. But God had gave Abraham a promise. God had gave him a, Abraham a promise and said, your descendants are going to be as the stars. And Abraham began to look at the facts, began to look at what he had to deal with up in age and said, wait a minute, wait a minute, I just don't see, just don't see how this is possible. I just don't see how this can come to fruition. Oh, I'm going to stop here and just right now and say, some of you, God has promised you some things and you're looking around, you're looking at the facts 
You're looking at things and you're saying, I just don't see it. I just don't see how this can come to fruition. Ah, I just don't see. I'm confused. I just don't see the facts are saying anything otherwise than what God, what you have promised me. I know I'm not the only one to question God at times. I know I'm not the only one to go through this and think about things to say, God, I just don't know. Just don't know how, how this can play out. But as the story goes, Sarah, an um, uh, uh, angel of the Lord, came, dad comes down and visits Abraham. And he doesn't know. He senses there's something special about these men. And they go on and they talk. And, and all of a sudden, they, they promise and confirm what God has told them. But in the other side, other side of a tent, we got Sarah. And the angel told him, you're going to have a son about this time next year. And guess what? Sarah laughed. All of a sudden, Sarah got a little emotional. For for, for you non-emotional people, it cracks me up. I said, fall in love. Let somebody walk out on you. and I want to see how emotional you can get. Huh? I said, win, win, win a million, win a, a substantial amount of money. And all of a sudden, I want to see how emotional you can get. <laughs> but guess what? That's every time we come into the house. We come into the house of God. That's why we get emotional. Because it's so much more. It's so much more than winning. It's so much more. But we fell in love with the God that can do the impossible. But going on to the story, all of a sudden Sarah laughs. And I'm going to pick up in Genesis 18 and 14. Ah, Sarah laughed and it says, is anything too hard for the Lord? Ah, I'm going to pose that question to you, child of God. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Ah, I feel like pastor, I feel like we're in a season. We're in a season of blessings. We're in a season of healings and God is doing something. Ah, but still some people sit on the fence uh, and I'm going to get to it here a little later on. But I feel like some people, I'm going to pose this question to you. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Huh? Is anything too hard for the Lord? And he goes on to say, at the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son. He said, I told you, I told you, you can hang your hat on this promise right here. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Ah, but I, I tell you, I said, somebody, it's time for somebody to believe God again. I said it's time for you to believe God again. I know, I know life done hit you hard. I, I know some things don't, don't add up and, and you might not have done everything you were supposed to do. But I came to tell you, is there any, ask the question, is anything too hard for God? Huh? Is anything too hard for God? I came and tell somebody, nah, we serve a God that can do the impossible. 
I said he can do the impossible. I don't care what the situation looks like. I don't care what the doctor told you. I don't care what the collection agency said. But we serve a God that can do the impossible. At a time in Jeremiah's life, he was one God to do something for him. He, he prayed. He went down to pray. He went down to pray and said, now, Jeremiah 32, 16. Now, when I had delivered the evidence of the purchase unto Barak, the son of Neriah, I prayed unto the Lord, saying, Ah, oh, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm. Is there nothing too hard for thee? Jeremiah said, I know who I'm praying to. I know who I'm praying to. I need you to do something in my life right now. I need you to do something in my life. And I'm coming to you telling you, is there anything too hard for thee? And I love, I love the answer. I love the answer. Ah, Jeremiah 32, jumping down to verse 26. And it says, then came the word of the Lord unto Jeremiah saying, behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Question mark. He said, Jeremiah, do you have faith? Jeremiah, you prayed to me. Guess what? I want you to answer to this. I want you to answer this. Ah, uh, is there anything too hard for me? Ah, uh, but Jeremiah knew. Jeremiah knew just like I know right now that I still serve a God of the impossible. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, Mark, Mark, Mark 10, 27. It says, and Jesus looking at them saying, with men, it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. Ah. As, as I walk with God, as I continue to walk with God, I'm starting to realize that God loves when his people get out of their comfort zone. God doesn't like comfort zones. Every time the children of Israel walk away from them and get out of line and do things they shouldn't have been doing, guess what? He sends somebody to afflict them, shake them up, get them out of their comfort zone. Uh, he told Peter, get high, you... Yeah, you might want to walk on water, but you're going to have to get out of the boat first. We want to see the great things of God, but guess what? We, we want to stay where it's safe. We want to stay where it's, where it's safe. Uh, God, I, I know you can do this, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I'm going to go to the doctor anyway, and they, 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 they'll probably figure it out. <laughs> uh, but I'm learning. God hates the comfort zone God hates the comfort zone so many of us that's where we get to the point where we just uh, like I said we want to play it safe 
Uh, it's some things might have hit us. Some things might have have done. But you know, God, I, I, I might need you to do this. But you know, I, I can go on and do other things, and it's going to be okay. That's where this story I use as my text here today about the story of Lazarus. John eleven thirty eight says, therefore, again, groaning in himself, coming to the grave, it was a cave and a stone lay upon it. And Jesus said, take away the stone. That's where somebody is here tonight. Take away the stone. Because we're going to read a little further down where Mary, she had faith in God, but Lazarus still died. She said, oh, if you'd have been here a couple days, oh, she believed him. She believed if you'd have been here a couple days, he wouldn't have died. They knew Jesus. They walked with him. They knew him. They knew he could do miracles. Oh, she believed him then. But all of a sudden, the situation is dead. Four days now. Oh, he stinks. Oh, no, no. Take away the stone. He stinks now, Jesus. No, 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 no. God, no, no. no. Take away the stone. Take away your stone. It's, it's convenient in our scriptures. We, we know the end of the story. So it's convenient. <laughs> we know. We can shout. Oh, man. He, he got the Hebrew boys. He got Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego out of the fire. Oh, man. We know. Oh, man. We can shout with the best of them. But then, your, your situation, you still worrying about it. You still worrying about it. You don't know how that's going to end. But guess what? We, we, we can cheat a little bit with the rest of the stories. Oh, man, God, oh, yeah, he's going to come through. He's going to come through. But what about your situation? Huh? What about your situation? Can I challenge you? Can I challenge you, church family? It's time for somebody to take away the stone. Huh? I said take away the stone. Yeah, I, I know the situation is dead. It's been dead. We done tried everything we could do. I said we done tried everything we could do. And it still didn't work. It still died. We prayed. And it still went down. We prayed. And they still left the church. We did everything we could do. And they still died. They still walked out. When I was preparing this, God spoke to me about the prodigal son. The prodigal son, they walked out. The son walked out. You know the story. It seemed impossible. It seemed impossible. And that's what some of you are right here. Don't stop praying for him. I said, don't stop praying for him. Don't stop praying for him. Huh? Don't stop praying for him. Roll away the stone. I know you done locked it up. I, I, I know you done put this, you know, we, we just, this is church language right here. God, you know. Oh, oh, oh we, we gonna get spiritual here real fast. Oh, God, you know. Thou knowest. <laughs> oh, we don't. You know, if it's the will of God. <laughs> yeah, we can talk spiritual if we want to. 
Yeah. Take away the stone. Take away the stone. It looked impossible, don't it? Now we're getting down to the brass tacks now, ain't we? <laughs> we were shouting earlier. We were shouting, but now we're getting down to the brass tacks. Ah, what's in your situation? What did the doctor tell you? Many of you got bills you can't pay, huh? We still worried, ain't we? It still keeps us up at night. Some of us can't live for God right. <laughs> but I'm telling you, ah, it's time for somebody to take away the stone. I said it's time for you to take away the stone. I know it's dead. I know it stinks by now. I know. I know. You don't know. You don't see nothing out of it. You don't see how you can come out of this. Take away the stone. Take away the stone. Yeah. Come on. You're starting to get it. You're starting to get it. Take away the stone. That means you lift up your hands and say, God, I don't know. I don't know what that crazy preacher talking about, but I'm going to believe you again. I believe God again. I done believed you a hundred times before, but I'm going to believe you right now. I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. This is exactly where I thought I was going to be. The Holy Ghost is about to hit this place. Stand up on your feet. Stand up on your feet right now. <laughs> I'm not going to press past the anointing here. God wants to do something. God's not done here yet. He's not done here yet. But come on. Take away the stone. Take away the stone. In verse 39. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he had been dead four days. Jesus said to her, said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God? Huh? He said, if you believe, you're going to see the glory. He said, then they goes on and said, then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. What I tell you, lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. He said, Father, I thank thee for thou hast heard me. Yes. Yes. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I know it's thinking. I know. I know it's dead. I know it's dead. I know they said they wasn't coming back. I know. I know what the doctor said. I know what they said. I know what the report said. I know the family members. I done tried to live right on my own. I done tried to live. I done tried to quit smoking. I done tried to quit doing drugs. But it seems to creep back in my life. Everybody said, it's impossible for you to stop. They done told you you would amount to nothing in life. I said they told you you would amount to nothing in life. family members everybody gave up on you I know they gave up on you but you in the church is not going to give up on you 
I said you're in a church that we're not going to give up on you. God's not going to give up on you. We couldn't do it without his help either. That's why, that's why we repented of our sins. Went down in a watery grave and came up and, and worshiped God. And the Holy Ghost came in and we knew it by the evidence of speaking in other tongues. We couldn't do it. It was impossible in our flesh. It was impossible. But we turned our lives over to a God. Turned our life over to a God that can do the impossible. Verse 42. And I know that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, saying, Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus, come forth. I said when God stepped on the scene, ah, the impossible became possible. And he that was dead came forth bound hand and foot with grave clothes and his face was bound about him with the napkin. Jesus said unto him, loose him and let him go. That's, this is your situation I'm talking about now. Roll away the stone. Roll away the stone. I'm glad some of you are already up front. We ain't, you ain't the only one. Some other people. And I said, I was thinking about it. I said, what's crazy is, you know, nobody really will answer that question. Oh, is anything too hard for God? Oh, man, man. The majority of people say, oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nothing's too hard for God. But when it's time to pray, we can't, we, we can't find you. About your situation. Is it about your situation? Is anything too hard for God? Well, so where you at? Come on now, come on now, don't back up on me, church family. God still wants to answer your situation. I said you think it's possible, right? You think it's impossible, right? Come on, come on, let's gather in, let's gather in. Come on, take away the stone. Somebody take away the stone. Take away the stone. Take away the stone. Come on, come on, take away the stone. I know you don't know, I know, I know. It looks impossible, I know. Take it away, take it away. Come on, come on, come on. Let's worship, let's worship. Come on. Hallelujah, it's time to pray. Come on, come on. Bring your situation to God. I said bring your situation to God. Bring your situation. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. He can do anything. Yes, he can do anything, yes. My God, my God, my God. My God. Yes, 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 yes. He's got the power. He's got the power. He's got the power. He's come on, power. come on, come on. Yes. He's got the power. Yes, come on, come on, come on, come on. He's got the power. Ah, take away the stone. Take away the stone. Take away the stone. Come on, take away the stone. Come on, come on. Yes, 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 yes. Somebody reach out. Come on, reach out. 
out, reach out, reach out, reach out, reach out. Yes, yes, come on, come on. Take away the stone, take it away, take it away.